Hey, this is DJ Sin, and you're listening to You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Hey, what's happening? This your boy, Ambitious, host of You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Shout out to my co-host, Q the DJ. As always, you know we got to start the show off with a positive quote. Today's quote is, I believe if you can keep your faith. You keep your trust. You keep the right attitude. If you're grateful, you'll see God open up new doors. End quote. Yeah, shout out to DJ Sin for that intro. That's another Denver homie of mine. Y'all make sure y'all check her out at DJ Sin, C-Y-N. Um, yeah, we're going to continue this series of the Denver episodes that we did. This was our last episode that we did, episode 55, while we was in Denver. We didn't do this in my hotel room, but Marissa Nicole was gracious enough to let us use her apartment to set up this interview with her. So shout out to Marissa Nicole again. Um, yeah, so this the this the last episode we did while we was in Denver and man, like I said, we had so much fun and hopefully we can go back and do it again. But episode fifty five featuring Marissa Nicole, I'm gonna let Threshold Brace Productions take it away. And if you need a beat, hit up Threshold Brace on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Let go. Yo, what's happening? This is your boy, Ambitious, host of You Can't See With Us Radio. Also, we got Q with me. What's up, man? What's going down? So, what's... So we still in Denver, man. What's up with you? Good. Yes, yes. Still, still in Denver. I would. I guess this isn't our last day, but it feels like it. That's our last interview. Yeah, our last interview at least. Yeah, yeah. We might have to get a celebratory drink or something. Cause <laughs> I feel like even though we've only done a few, I feel like we've been running around. Did Did you enjoy the cinnamon roll? Oh yeah, yeah. The cinnamon roll was was fire. Actually, I didn't expect to like it that much. So I'm gonna. <laughs> They don't have a microwave in our room, but I'm going to go downstairs and find a microwave and warm it up. I'll, I'll probably just eat it cold. I ain't going to lie to you. You're going to eat it cold? Probably. What are you going to do with all that icing, then? That ice is just going to get hard. I probably won't eat that. But I mean, it's good without it. Hmm. it was nah. Good. I got I to throw mine in the microwave, but I got to throw it in there. I mean, I got the free buffet at breakfast today. Yes, man. They, they shouldn't have put me in a room where there wasn't any hot water. <laughs> they, they, the guy, they sent the the, uh, the repair guy up. And so he's like, all right, we're going to run it for 10 minutes. We're going to see if anything changes. And so he was like, he ran it for like five minutes. And he came in and he's like, all right, I'm going to grab my thermometer. I'll be back. And he left the water <laughs> running. I'm like, all right. Sure. But, I mean, to be honest, if you leave your rider running for five minutes and it's still not hot, that's kind of a problem, in my eyes at least. So, he came back and he's he did his, his thermometer. He's like, well, I got it at 140 and rising. And I was like, all right, man, sure. So, I just let him go. And then I tried to take a shower. It wasn't cool enough. Like, um, well, Kier tried to take a shower, and he was like, nah. <laughs> so we went Cold down shower. there, man, and I, mind you, we were up because I slept from 8 to, like, 4. Yeah. Mind you, we were up at, like, 4 in the morning, you know, like, hey, the shower isn't working. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, we'll go ahead and just change the room out, and we'll offer free breakfast. And Kier tried to say no. I was like, why would you say no to free breakfast? Like, he's like, I'm not even a breakfast guy. I don't. I'm like, well, I'm a breakfast guy. So <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why you turned down. But it was that was a crazy morning. The breakfast was amazing. Yeah, and some banana pudding down there. Man, really? I think so. Some, some. It was really good. Or are you talking about that bread? Was the, it the bread? Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. That bread was, that, was that pudding bread. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it was. That bread pudding or whatever. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it was. It was. I was telling Kier, I was like, yo, you got to try this, man. He didn't try it, but it was really good. But he you know? No. How much was that plate? Uh, our buffet was fifteen dollars. Fifteen? Okay, yeah. I might do it again tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just just might do it. Again. I'm mad. I ain't seen no pancakes, man. Well, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> it would have been nice if they would have had them. I would have expected some waffles or something at least. But what can you do? Yeah. All right, man. So yeah, we got a returning guest on the show, man. You know, we live in Denver. Uh, we're returning guest in her apartment. Yeah, we travel all over to do interviews. <laughs> we, don't, we don't stay in one place. But yeah, we'll we got delivery. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we'll do an Uber Uber uh, podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be oh, that's a 
Yeah. Trademark that. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's a fact. I'm writing it down. <laughs> yeah, we got Marissa Nicole back on the show. How you doing? Hey, good. How's your day been? Busy. Crazy busy. <laughs> I'm glad it's almost over. But excited to do this and be here with you guys, so thank you. Um, what you eat today? You saying that? Oh my today? gosh, do you? <laughs> what did I eat today? Oh, I had breakfast, and an omelet and potatoes, mm. and an English muffin. So good. Omelet potatoes and mint. Went to breakfast yeah. with a friend. Sounds pretty morning. healthy. So yeah. good. La Peep. I don't, you guys have never been there. Oh, you do get breakfast though. You go to La Peep. It's like on the corner of Bulls and Wads. What is it? What kind of place is it? Is it? Uh, they serve like just. A breakfast, lunch, American mm. food. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down for I that. like hollandaise with my, my uh, omelet, though, so... Oh, it's so good. I've <laughs> never had hollandaise on your omelet. Put hollandaise on your omelet. What? I've, I've heard of... What is hollandaise? <clears throat> it's like... Uh, it's made with, like, egg whites and some kind of seasoning to make it the hollandaise sauce that it is. I don't know everything they put in there, but egg whites and the seasoning and something else, I forget, but... So good. Have to try it. She's vegetarian, by the way. I'm oh, sure. perhaps. Oh, well, okay. I actually, I actually started um, eating seafood. Okay. I don't eat it that much, but like shrimp, salmon, things like that. Okay. I like that. Is so? Is there, is there a term for someone who is a vegetarian but eats? Sea- well, okay, I guess they're not a bit. Someone you, that you, eats seafood, but and that's yeah. the only meat. It's pescatarian. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that was that what you would consider yourself? Since I eat seafood, yeah, technically it would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I eat mostly vegetarian. So like if I walked up to you on the street and you didn't know me, you'd tell me you're vegetarian. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> it's usually what you answer <laughs> first. Is that, yeah. is that, I mean, right, that's, uh, yeah. I guess pescatarian. Yeah, I say vegetarian because I'm not used to eating seafood. I just, mm. you know, it's been so long. Yeah, Every yeah. once in a while I do, so, yeah. So what's ve- what's what's vegan then? Vegans no dairy, yeah, so like no dairy. cheese, okay. no milk. Okay. Yeah, vegans hard. I can't do. Yeah. I can't be a vegan because I love cheese too much. Yeah, I could. I could. <laughs> yeah. I could never give up. Cheese. Oh, if you guys, Oaks is telling you about this. He tried the Impossible Burger when we went out the Red, other night. Yeah, Red Robins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With so Red Robins. Oh, so good. The impo- no, if you've never heard of the Impossible Burger, it's. Uh, it's actually vegan. It tastes. Yeah, right? they have one at Burger King. Did you try it? Oh, you tried the yeah. Burger King. Yeah, you can't I do did. The Burger King. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's the same. I just don't trust Burger King. I mean, hey, it's probably not. I'm I'm definitely down to try. You should go. Place. You should go to Red Robin. Red Robin. Good, right. You liked it, right? Mm, I did. It tastes yeah. just like a burger. I yeah. think. He might be lying. He's not lying. Yeah, well, maybe because he's yeah, intimidating. Because I'm intimidating. He's like I'm sitting right next to this girl. I can't. I can't lie. It was good. Cause we had some uh, mozzarella sticks earlier too. Yeah, such a I love comfort food. It's so bad. I eat healthy most of the time, but mm-hmm. or, if I'm going to eat bad, I go all out. <laughs> Take it away. I'm such a fat kid right now. So um, tell tell me a little bit about yourself. What do, what do you do and and everything? In case they didn't catch the last time. Um, I'm a recording artist. Um, I actually. It's, it's weird because I'm kind of dabbling in a few different genres right now. I started out as an indie rock pop artist. Mm-hmm. And then I just in the evolution of being an artist, you kind of, you experiment with different things and you grow. So that means your music changes too. Yeah. So through the journey with, you know, myself and my music, I've done that. So it's kind of taken a turn towards more of like a soul pop feel. And even my songwriting too, I see a big change in just where I started from where I am now. Um, and I'm getting ready to, I plan on going back into the studio in May sometime mm-hmm. to start recording um, an actual electro pop album, which is a little yeah. bit, di- it's a little bit different than mm-hmm. the soul pop stuff, mm-hmm. but um, I it's a new, uh, it's new territory for me. So I, I really want to, I have about six songs, six or seven songs that I want to put on that album before I actually go and um, start recording my soul pop album. Cool. So that's what I do. Are you still doing uh, Christian now? I am. Gosh. Okay, so it's been crazy because, um, so I was, the song, 
the song that I know we're going to premiere tonight is off of my Christian album. It's called uh, Rescue. Mm-hmm. And I was working at this studio in Boulder and really great people and it was super fun. And the last minute I was working with a few people, not just one person, but um, the main guy that I was working with, he moved <laughs> to Southern California. So mm-hmm. we didn't finish the album before he moved and I didn't really, he told me at the very last minute I had like maybe two days max Mm. So <clears throat> it's not like we could do anything about it. So I'm literally I'm struggling to find um, a, a producer and just a person that I jive with well to work to finish my Christian project. Because I'm very mm-hmm. particular in how I want it to be, and I want it to be anointed. So I don't want to just record it with just anyone. Yeah. yeah. So that's the struggle there because I could find someone easily, but in this case I can't because. Of that reason. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's gonna, it literally went from like a five song EP to, I cut it down to a three song EP. Um, Rescue's one of those songs on it, of course, but the other two aren't finished, and I'm working on really trying to find the right person to help me finish it. So I've been focusing on like my other music, and I've got a lot of, um, I actually, when I'm not doing the artistic part of it, I have, I work as, as a design engineer at Comcast, so that's a full-time job, but I'm mm-hmm. also, I've been doing, filming a lot of movies and commercials lately, yeah. and I've um, had a bunch of modeling gigs too, so that just takes a lot of time and a lot of just energy out of me, so I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm trying not to spread myself too thin, um, just, it's, I have a busy schedule, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So what do you, um, out of all the things you do, because you, you, it sounds like you don't just do music, you do a lot of other things. I do, yeah. Um, so what, how do you make your, make sure that you give yourself time to come back to your music? You know, I think it's important to kind of, for me, I have to take a break from music every once in a while because it's like if you do it for so long, you kind of get burnt out. Just like with anything, it's not mm-hmm. just music, but you know, you do it for so long and you're just like, it becomes... a so just it's hard to get back into a place of creativity you know what I mean if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I'm not as creative if I'm doing it constantly every single day 12 hours a day you know you need a break gotta give yourself some time you do and that goes with anything so um, this I'm glad that I'm doing the things that I'm doing now just because it keeps me busy but uh you know, it gives me a break from my music and to kind of like regroup and come back to it, and it's like a fresh flow, the fresh, the fresh juices. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I am more creative like that. Okay. So I want to take it back when we first talked. So the music you played was off the City of Love album. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how, how 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 has your music grown since then? And how, how have you grown too? So. The cool part about City of Love is some of the songs on there, and I I have don't think I've shared this before, but I have written over 200 songs. I have so many songs, um, but I don't, I don't record all of them. I pick and choose, you know, the ones I want to, the best ones that I like, and then, you know, put it on an album like City of Love, but... Um, some of the songs I've on City of Love I've written years ago. When I, I, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, let's see, a really old song. Um, there's anything, so anything I actually wrote in 2015. Um, yeah, I'm trying, Warrior I wrote in 2016. It's, I would say it's grown, it's grown. It's, it's just a lot of music that, you know, as I'm writing, I continue to write songs. It's just different. Mm-hmm years pass and it's yeah. just a different vibe you know and the evolution of just your artistry you're yeah, looking at your catalog I think <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to think it's because yeah. it's a full-length album and yeah. i'm so it's been one of those days for me where i'm just totally brain dead mm-hmm. it's the end of the night and i'm like okay what songs are actually on that album <laughs> you got hit the road hit the around so that yeah. well that's not on city of love that's okay. all i'm just talking about like back in 2015 where you were saying yeah 20, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. yeah you got uh always always is so gosh yeah 2015 yeah well i wrote always i think in 2014 okay. yeah and then what else you got on there 
We got uh, I love them. I, lo- I love them all. Them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all on the Anchor out. So the so the first EP that I came out with was Anchor, and that was a six song EP. Um, that one has uh, always hit the road, stand dust. I loved him all along and come around. And um, I released that in I think twenty sixteen, and then City of Love is the newer, the mm. new album. Hey, yeah. um, I released City of Love in twenty eight twenty. It's twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Gosh, I cannot believe it's been. <laughs> Almost two years. Time flies. Yeah, right? Time flies. This is crazy. <laughs> so yeah, D. You and me song. So who? Oh, who is that? Who is you talking about? That's, <laughs> That's so funny. Cause you just randomly chose. So um. <laughs> but I remember we played that song too. You and me. Yes. Yeah, so. <sighs> okay, let's get real honest right now. <laughs> this is like <laughs> yeah, I never. I yeah. know, right? I never talk yeah. about this. So I'm like, I really wanted this to be. A super honest and open interview because people I mean people see an intimate side of me but only to a certain extent you know yeah um, so you and me is I actually so I've, I've let me just start out with I've worked with I work with a few studios with a handful of people so you're not gonna know which one it is thank God but it's about one of my producers mm-hmm. that I work with in the studio I am um, not going to lie, I fell in love with him so many years ago, so this has been an ongoing thing since like, for a while, I won't say the timeline, but for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so You and Me is um, a song that I wrote about him, and it's kind of like, it's about um, the bittersweetness that's felt in loving someone that's just a friend. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, you work with this person too. So working on music is a very intimate thing, you know? You're sharing a part of your soul. So to be able to to just work on something so personal with someone like that is just, you know, heightens the intimacy level. Yeah. Um, In general, not, yeah. But, um, yeah, we've always been just friends, and I was always in love with him, and it's really weird. And so the, the funny part is... I actually wrote the song on his guitar in his backyard because I was at the studio recording Mm. a different song and I had written down lyrics and I had this idea for the song. So I'm like, okay, I haven't finished it yet. And I was too busy to finish it because I had, you know, I had to go to session. Mm -hmm. So as I'm recording this other song, I can't remember the song we were actually recording in the studio. But um, during the breaks, you know, when they were like... um, mixing and mastering Mm -hmm. i went back downstairs and took his guitar and like went out to his backyard and just finished the song on his guitar so it's (laughs) that's the ironic thing the song is about him and i wrote it on his guitar in his backyard so so. he's responsible for his own song basically and i don't (laughs) think he knows i actually have a handful of songs so i'm curious to know what Mm -hmm. other songs because i there's a handful of songs that are about him he has no idea that i write song well i don't know he might know one of them that's about him but there's a lot so he doesn't know the rest so do you record them with him um some most of the time yeah Hmm. (laughs) how does that feel it's weird. Well, it's not too weird. It's it's kind of weird just because he doesn't know it's about him. So it's, you know, it's uh, not as well, weird because okay. he doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. But if for me, know, yeah. some songs, though, were super emotional. Like, You and Me is, I mean, for me, it was pretty emotional. Um, I mean, the chorus is, nothing is as bittersweet as the memories of you and me. I, for me, I'm, I'm a very sensitive, feely, emotional person. So mm-hmm. for, for me, I... Um, I have the memories. I have good memories of us. But just knowing, you know how it is when you just have feelings for someone, they're never going to feel the same way about you, but yeah. you're still friends and you're tight. And it's right. like, just for me, writing that song, it's like looking at, just looking at him hurt me because, you know, you feel these things and you're like, shit, fucking <laughs> sucks, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's just hard to look at him sometimes. And I think I'm like, I'm okay. I've kind of like, I, I, I've come to terms with it, you know, made peace with it, you know, but who knows? I don't know. Well, let's get into one of your songs. Which, which song do you want to play first? Let's do, let's do Rescue. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get into Rescue and we'll be right back on You Can't See With Us Radio. 
are not hidden There's never been a moment You were forgotten You are not hopeless Though you have been broken Your innocence stolen I hear you whisper underneath Your SOS, your SOS. I will send out an army to find you in the middle of the darkest night. It's true, I will rescue you. There is no distance. Cannot be covered over and over. You're not defenseless. I'll be your shelter, I'll be your armor. I hear you whisper underneath your breath. I hear your SOS, your Nicole, so tell us about that song. Oh, that song. So I, okay, uh, last year in May, I went through, I hit rock bottom, and I don't, I don't like give too, I know this is supposed to be an intimate interview, and it is, but at the same time, I don't want to give too many details about what I went through in May, but um, I don't... There was a time where I literally, it lasted for a while, but in in that month, I literally thought, okay, this is it. One day and I fell, I fell asleep and I woke up. When I woke up, I was kind of freaking out inside because I didn't really I didn't expect to honestly I didn't expect to mm-hmm. um, so rescue I recorded it in June so after you know all of this took place um, but I checked myself into therapy and um, I struggled hard mm-hmm. and I was struggling every day and I I stopped going to church 
and I didn't talk. I literally only spoke to two people, two or three people during this time and cut everyone out. I just needed a break from life and to get back on track after what happened. And um, so it took a while, but then I decided, well, as I'm taking this break, I decided to record Rescue in the studio. And it was so hard for me just because, um, especially when I got when I got to the bridge, um, I don't know if you guys remember the lyrics on the bridge, but um, it's basically my com my conversations that I also had with God mm -hmm. as I'm going through what I went through in May. Um, so it was just a super emotional song, you know, and it's really about um, just talking to God where, where I'm at in life, facing your demons, um, not, you know, not feeling worthy or good enough, not wanting to be alive and, you know, all things related like that, but then trying to pull yourself out of it, you know, out of that dark place. Um, that's what rescue is about. So you, the song has definitely uh, helped you, though, when you recorded it? Yeah, it was super hard to record, but it felt, it was, like, cathartic after I got done. <clears throat> and it was like, I, I got through this. It, because as I'm singing it in the studio, it's bringing back memories of what I went through, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was super hard, but I think I'm, I'm happy with how it, it came out and now I have something that I can look back on and it's it's even though it was a negative time in my life it's a, it's a positive thing now you know I'm like damn I went through that dark period of my life where I didn't know if I was you know mm -hmm. I thought it was the end yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't apparently I feel like God saved me I don't know um, things like that are just crazy that makes sense yeah. Um, so kind of going off that, first, what are some of your biggest ways to relieve stress? Best ways, I'm Working out, I would say. Sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm too tired to work out, so I do skip every once in a while, but really I have a regimen to where I need to work out at least, at least four times a week. Yeah. And for me, I'd like to do it more, um, but... I just have too much going on, but working out, I would say, um, writing music too. It's just the, it's just cathartic to do music and just to write music and let it all out. Um, also simple things like long hot showers or baths mm -hmm. using bath salts. Um, literally if I'm too tired, just taking care of myself, saying no, staying home when I need to, not pushing it. Sometimes I have literally canceled all of my plans and have stayed home because I physically and mentally both, you know, cannot do anything that day. Yeah. And that's okay. We have them those days. We do, yeah. And it's okay to do that. Okay. So I'm going to take it back to Christmas time when you released uh Holy Night. Yeah. What made you want to release a Christmas song? Never done it before. And Oh Holy Night is actually one of my favorite Christmas. Oh Holy Night and Silent Night are my favorite Christmas songs. <laughs> Silent Night, ever since I was nine, I've loved that song. But yeah, I have just never done it before and I kind of wanted to do it. And it was around Christmas time. And Christmas is, it's hard for me because I, I used to, I like Christmas. I love Christmas. Uh, but the last few years, Christmas is different. It's kind of morphed, morphed for me compared to how it used to be when I was a kid, mm. you know? And it just doesn't... I don't have family here. It's just me and my dog. And I have great friends that feel like family. Don't get me wrong. But um, just the holidays aren't the same, you know? So I kind of just wanted to do something that I've never done around Christmas time and to just kind of celebrate. That's my way of celebrating mm. it in a different way, you know? Yeah. So where's your family live? Arizona. Yeah. When was the last time you went? To see my family? Yeah. They actually came this Christmas. Oh, okay. My my mom and my dad, yeah. That was When was the last time you went out there? Um a few a few
few years ago? It's been a few years. I can't remember which. A few years. Was it hot? Oh, it's always <laughs> hot there. I mean, it, honestly, it wasn't too bad. If you're going to go to Arizona, go during Christmas because that's the coolest time it's going <laughs> to be, you know? Yeah, I, I will not move to any hot state like that because I cannot stand the heat. Texas is another one, too. Like, my aunt lives in Texas. And um, I played South by Southwest there in 2016. That's when I went with, like, two other friends. But the weather just, it was so hot and miserable. It was the yeah. best time I've had. You know, it was so fun. We had a great time, but the weather is just gross. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I went to Florida, and I, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, I know many people from Florida, and everyone that comes from Florida is like, you're crazy, Florida's great, and I'm like, actually, the weather's, the weather yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I want to go to your Anchor album. <laughs> I want you to talk about this song, um, I Love Them All Alone. <laughs> who was that one? <laughs> I loved him all along. I'm so sorry. I hope my ex doesn't hear this. Um, <clears throat> so, I know disclaimers. <laughs> I'm good for those. Um, I, for the people that don't know, I was married and we were together for 10 years, so a long time. But I should have ended it a long time ago. And, you know, we, we make mistakes. I, I admit this is another thing that I really had to come to terms with and like forgive myself for because I didn't I never physically cheated on my ex-husband but I knew I wasn't in love with him anymore when I started having feelings for a co-worker of my ex-husband's <laughs> and that's what I left him all along is about it's not about my ex-husband but it's about this guy I don't want to say his name because he's actually on my Facebook and he probably like sees my stuff so <laughs> um it's talk it's basically talking to my ex about his co-worker. Oh, God. And he never knew it. Oh, God. I'm such a horrible person. Wow. Please, God, forgive me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, it's, it's not a judgment zone here. Holy cow. It's just a very These are good picks. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, <laughs> scared man, you, you for the, work, for the other. You're working magic over there. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> well, why he looks for another song. I already um, got it, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I already got it. Um, how are you and your family when it comes to your music? Uh, like, are they fans of my? What do you are mean they supportive? That? They oh, are. They're very yeah. supportive, and my my friends are. I've I've been so lucky because um, the fans that are fans are real fans, mm -hmm. <laughs> and my friends and my family are one thousand percent behind me, and I couldn't be more grateful for that. Um, the only thing I will say, however, is there I grew I had a rough childhood and um, I grew up in an abusive home and there I have written songs about it mm -hmm. and I'm that's basically I don't uh, there are still maybe a few a few things that I'm working through but for the most part I'm I don't feel like anyone can fully fully heal from something you you heal from it but you always have those scars you know mm -hmm. what I mean so it's like for me um, I can it I feel like I'll get to a point to where you know it doesn't affect me anymore when I talk about yeah. it I don't cry about it anymore but at the same time there are memories that I can never forget mm -hmm. um, but I mean as far as that goes I don't know if they're aware that I'm writing about my childhood. Well, I think they are now after Christmas incident. That was not pretty. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. This last Christmas was actually really hard for me because of stuff like that. But, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. What's your song? So, yeah, I'm going to stick with the anchor. <laughs> okay. Um, well, City of Love, that's, that's probably a, a safe bet for me. Since yeah. It's the, um, so... The second song was I Love Him All Alone. Yeah. And the next one was Hit the Road. Hit the Road? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you actually remember that one? I do not. I don't remember that one. 
<laughs> Hit the Road is one of my murder songs. So, um, oh, man. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. The good Imagine. one. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to make my way out of the door. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, so that one's a fun one, actually. I wrote that one in 2013. Um, but I have a handful of murder songs. So that was the very, that was, no, that was actually the second murder song I wrote. Cause yeah. Anyway. Um, shout out to the police. Yeah. <laughs> we support them. <laughs> We support police here. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all find a cute laptop. Right. <laughs> it's funny, though, because it's like, uh, so this song was actually about some a friend of mine. And I'm going to tell you his name because we're, we're like, we're fine. We're like, we're cool. Whatever. We're on good terms. I just haven't seen him in a while. Um, but it's a guy named Greg that I used to know in California when I lived there mm-hmm. before I moved to Colorado. And actually, Greg was my ex-husband's best friend at the time so that's how I met Greg is through my ex-husband and then we just you know we're all friends you just know the same people you're friends with the same people when you're married that's just how it works you guys wouldn't know but <laughs> I'm telling you that's how it works so it's about Greg and Greg actually so I kind of made I feel bad I'm gonna sound like a shitty person again but I I kind of made it I didn't make a complete mockery out of it but I turned it into like a not so serious situation like it's I, I turned a serious situation into a not so serious situation because I didn't want to like dive that deep at the time but I also wanted to write a, a murder song so I that's where hit the road came from but Greg used to be an alcoholic and whether he knows that or not I'm pretty sure he does <laughs> he doesn't drink anymore I'm pretty sure but back in the day he drank so much he actually mm-hmm. they found a spot on his liver and that's what actually turned his life around and he stopped drinking Mm. and so um since you don't remember it's like trying to remember some of the lyrics were there um before you stop to think oh baby let's have one more drink and if you say you're in go on and take a swig i'll put a nail in your coffin you'll never see it coming so (laughs) it's so basically if you if you listen to the song and you listen to the lyrics I mean everything will tell you I, I reference drinking in it so in a roundabout way that's kind of I wanted to keep it broad so it could re- I could relate to more people but that's who that song's about well before we get into your second song talk about other than music talk about what you got going on as far as uh, movies and <laughs> yeah so it's crazy okay so honestly I um Oh, man. I have a few different side gigs, right? But I was trying to find a way to do something that I wanted to do that was fun, that I could make extra money doing. And I rover, too, but... And I love dogs, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. rovering can be so difficult sometimes because you're watching other people's dogs and you don't know what kind of dog... how they're going to be, you know? Yeah. So rovering is, like, where you have dogs come to your house or something? Yeah, or you go to their house and, and dogs sit their house, but... Literally, it's not, like, that's not my ideal job. Like, I don't want to be a rover sitter the rest of my life. It's just, like, a side gig, you know? Mm-hmm. So as I'm as I'm thinking about this, because I, um, I have a lot of medical issues going on, and that my and I'm getting to a point now where I'm in a pretty good spot just because I switched over my insurance and it covers all of it now. Mm-hmm. But back, you know, just recently, like a few months ago, a handful of months ago, I didn't have the same insurance. So I was trying to figure out, okay... I my a lot of my money goes to all these medical bills and I really wanted to record my next album but music's expensive if you're in the music industry you know mm-hmm. it's real um, you, you just don't have music you have music videos you have you know your PR you have your merch and all the background stuff that you work on mm-hmm. and promote that people don't really think about you know but I didn't have the funds to actually go into the studio so I'm thinking okay what can I do so I saw a posting for um, Denver, like a fashion show in Denver, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, what the fuck? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try." I, like, I didn't expect anything of it, and um, I went to the trials, and it was like a two-hour-long audition, and um, I got in, and so I'm gonna do the fashion show, by the way, in yeah. okay. uh, in. Yeah. June. It's the day after my birthday, June 27th. So I'm excited. But then that kind of like snowballed into like what I'm doing now. So then I'm like, well, shit. Well, 
I'm just going to keep trying and see what happens, yeah. you know? Like, who? Yeah. Y- you never know until you do it, you For know? Sure. Yeah. So I started um, jumping on and just doing some research, and then um, I, you know, jumping into these casting calls, and they're not um, specifically geared towards, like, um, like movies or anything that are being filmed in Colorado mm-hmm. or commercials or whatever, but um, all, all around, like, any state in the U.S., right? So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to apply and see what happens. Well, first of all, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Mm -hmm. I just, this is a means for me. I'm like, well, they pay you actually pretty decent money to do these gigs. It depends on the gig, but they pay you. So, and this is my opportunity. I'm like, well, shit, if they're going to pay me, I'm going to just save all this money up from these extra modeling and like acting gigs and and put it towards my album in the studio. That's how, what, that's, what's going to pay for my, my studio time and my Mm -hmm. album. So I start doing these and I'm actually, I didn't know what I was doing at first, so then going back to that, um, I actually Googled, like what, I was doing research, Googled what I needed to do for like specific things, so um, I made a portfolio, which is actually up there, Um, I made a comp card, I created a resume specifically for, okay, so if you guys didn't know, your regular work resumes are a lot different than your acting or your modeling resumes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's even, even the format's different. You add, you know, just everything about it is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really had to kind of like research and what I needed. So after I created all that, I got my shit together and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go for it and audition. Mm-hmm. So I started auditioning and I started getting these roles and I did not expect to get them. It was literally just for extra cash and one thing just led to another and it really did just snowball from there and now um, I just got done I filmed a, a movie called Still Pitching uh, yesterday Friday I did that and um, it was so fun the cast was great the director was super cool and that makes all the world of a difference too because you know whether it depends on who you're working with how the vibe goes on on set and everything but yeah, um, I'm going to Atlanta next week on the 26th. I'm going to be there for a little bit to film another movie called Julius. And mm-hmm. uh, if you guys, um, so Still Pitching will be out. It's scheduled to release July 1st this year. Julius, I don't know if it has an ex. Does it have? I don't know if it, I don't remember if it has an exact date. But we're still it's they're still filming both movies. But Julius is going to be. Um, released in 2021 but Julius will be in the Sundance Film Festival Hmm. and they've got a lot of big things going on with that so um, I'm excited because the the Sundance Film Festival if you don't know anything about that it's in Salt Lake City Utah and um, I get two free tickets to that so it's gonna be so it's gonna be so fucking weird (laughs) seeing myself on the big screen up there I'm like this it's gonna be weird but at the same time like this is so rad yeah watching yourself like with other people yeah well they give me two free tickets so I can take one other friend so Mm. I think my friend Matt's gonna go with me cool yeah does Matt have a song does Matt have a what did you write a song about Matt no Matt's like one of my best friends yeah Yeah, we're we're kosher (laughs) (laughs) no that's the only thing if you if you hurt me or do me wrong, I'm probably going to write a song about you. Sorry, Taylor, but I'm older, so I'm going to claim it first. <laughs> Matt, if you're listening, stay out of the murder song. <laughs> stay away from them. <laughs> All right, so let's get into your uh, second song, Hello, Stranger. Um, well, yeah, tell us about that song. Yeah, so this song is... Okay, so it's an acoustic. I haven't recorded the song yet, but... How I was, like I was telling you guys earlier, I have plans to um, start my pop album first and then my soul pop album. So Hello Stranger will be um, a track on the soul pop album. Um, but it's about, I'm so glad you asked. I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> of course you would. Um, no, but um, so now if he listens to this interview, he's going to know, he's going to know before we're recording, it's about him. So the studio that this, the specific studio I plan on going back to to record this song, I won't say which one because then you'll probably look it up and find out which person it's about, but <laughs> it's about the same the same guy that's um, that I wrote You and Me about. Mm-hmm. So it's about that producer. Okay. Yeah, but uh, kind of like, I wanted, it's funny, before I started writing the song, I, I'm like, I had this concept in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to write a song called, called Hello Stranger, and to sum it up in a nutshell, it's basically, you know, 
about someone that you love, not wanting not wanting to lose them or not wanting them to become a stranger because you love them. Yeah. So and you're afraid like it's it's like you're afraid that they're gonna become a stranger and you don't want them to to be a stranger to you. Okay, okay. So yeah, we'll get into Hello Stranger and we'll be right back. You can see the video.
to you, can't see with us right now. So, Marissa, it's time for random ass questions. I'm scared. I'm so scared right now. These questions have nothing to do with what we talked about today. Okay, okay. Either come with my head or online. Oh, okay, so I'm not so scared then. You asked some dumbass questions, so I'm, yeah, there's no reason to be scared. <laughs> I thought it was about the music stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to get deep here, <laughs> maybe. All right, what do, what do chickens think we taste like? Oh, my God, I hate when you ask me dumb questions like this. <laughs> what do chickens think we taste like? That doesn't, no, chickens don't have a tiny little pea brain. They don't think. They don't think. They just cluck all day. Yeah, yeah. that's why we we're, like they're the one of the dumbest animals we eat. That's why I don't feel so bad eating them. Well, I don't eat them anymore, but oh my god, I'm so like such a shitty. I gotta like tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Try not to sound so shitty. <laughs> how can you? How can? How can you handcuff a one-armed person? Have you ever tried? Actually, one of the guys that was on set that I worked with had one arm. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm like, as I'm picturing him, <laughs> how would I hand? How would I? I mean, like this. Just put the handcuff on, <laughs> and maybe put the other one on the. What is it? The, the if I'm a cop, okay, putting it on the the little screen. That's the divider. So you handcuff them and then handcuff them to the. That sounds so brutal. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you and your yeah. questions? That's the question. <laughs> yeah. Alright, why why do they call it quicksand when it pulls you in slowly? I'm not answering this. <laughs> real questions, please. <laughs> These are random ass questions. Yeah. These are not, real, these are not real. real questions. It's random. <laughs> These are questions that I come up with online. You look at you. You Google it online. You're like, this looks. This sounds like a question I should ask Marissa because I know she's gonna be irritated as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else I got? Man, what else? What else? I know I got some. I can't think of all of them right now. How do you like soggy cereal? No. Well, no, I don't like it. I can, I'll eat it. I'm, I'm really weird. I'll eat cold French fries. I'll eat soggy cereal, but I don't like prefer it. I don't, yeah, I, I don't really. I'll, take, I'll let you have that one then. <laughs> Thank you. you High five. Yeah? It's, you the same? No. Yes. Yeah, because he, he eats soggy cereal all the time. Oh, you, you, like, you like soggy cereal? Like, That's disgusting. Yeah. I gotta let <laughs> right. it sit for a little bit and marinate in the milk and oh. soften up a tad. Okay, so you know it's actually, I I eat healthy cereal now, but back in the day when I ate, like, shit, um, I loved letting the marshmallows and Lucky Charms sit in the milk because it makes the mm, milk taste good. Yeah. Now I drink milk anymore either, but when I did, yeah. it tastes so good. I drink almond milk now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I drink almond milk. Oh man, there's this. I know this is just like kind of random. Doesn't really have anything to do with what we're talking about. Well, kind of food wise, but um, <laughs> I tried. So when I was in, in Atlanta last time, I was filming a commercial shoot, but I um, I met. The photographer's wife and she actually made me a smoothie it was the bombest smoothie i've ever eaten i'm like what the hell did you put in this crack like, <laughs> well no i actually put and she told me all the ingredients so i'm like i haven't made it yet yeah. but i'm gonna make it i'm gonna try to make it because she didn't tell me the portions like the proportions right, so you just gotta of it guess. so i kind of have to just kind of test it out and see you know but um uh she put i mean it was blueberries banana uh, almond milk and almonds, but unsalted almonds. Oh, that sounds really good. It's it was so good. Yeah, we used to make a smoothie with that, with almond milk, bananas, strawberries, um, a little peanut butter. Oh yeah. And we actually put a little ice cream in it. Okay, that's not really a smoothie. It's like more of like a, okay. a, fruit, yeah. a fruit malt. Well, <laughs> it, you know, we didn't we uh, we called it a smoothie just because I was too lazy. But it makes it more more dairy. The more yeah. dairy you put in, it's thicker. I guess, well, we put protein in, so maybe we call it protein chip. <coughs> <coughs> That's it, oh, it's, it's protein, yeah, not, not yeah. ice cream, and the protein. Yeah. It's a milkshake. It's more of a protein. Uh, okay, a milkshake, it's a milkshake is made with ice cream, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You're but like, it was I'm really just going to call it a, f- a smoothie because a smoothie sounds healthy, but I'm going to put yeah. a shit ton of ice cream in it. It's pretty much what I do. Yeah, cool. <laughs> exactly. Don't ask me what's in the smoothie, just drink it. What? Have you ever warmed up your cereal? 
Uh, oatmeal. Is that does that count? Is like cereal uh, group? I told you. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Why would you warm up your cereal? Cereal is meant to be cold. <laughs> we, we are, had, are you saying you warm up your cereal? No, oh, uh, I was going to say this. We have a, a, a one of the artists or one of our friends of the show who uh, was at our live show, and he told the audience that he actually warms his cereal up, and he puts it in the microwave for a few ew, seconds. Ew. Yeah, that's disgusting. Because that shit makes it soggy, too, but you would be into that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no. No, because then it's a temperature thing. If, it's, if my mm-hmm. cereal is going to be soggy, it has to at least you be You just cold. leave it out for a few hours. I want a, a two-day-old cheese burger from my purse. Oh, How about just, that? That's sick. That's <laughs> sick. <laughs> I did, you know, the great thing is I did not get sick. I have a stomach as tough as nails. I'm probably about the same ex- until my acid reflux kicks in. But I can eat almost anything. Yeah. Except acid reflux stuff. You know, you wouldn't... If you... You probably... Does, you probably... I'm thinking you probably eat a lot of fried foods then. I have cut down a lot. Because that gives you acid yeah. reflux. I've gotten a lot healthier since the beginning of this yeah. year, except for this trip. It's so good. All the bad foods all, all the bad foods are the foods that taste good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. But I've learned that after a while, I don't crave them as much anymore. Yeah. So I cut, I, okay, there was a time, so every once in a while I eat sugar now. Every once in a while. But I cut out, there was a time where I cut out sugar, and I plan on actually cutting out sugar more, but... um. I completely cut it out. Like, I didn't eat fruit. Like, for... And that's what I mean now when I eat sugar. Like, I eat yeah. fruit. Um, but back when... Like, a few months ago, I cut out all sugar, including fruit. And it was so hard at first. But after you get past that initial period where your body craves it, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't crave it anymore. And that's the best thing is because you don't... You're just like, whatever. Yeah, it's like, I don't need it. I don't want it. You don't crave it. I don't want it. Once you purge it from your body, mm-hmm. you don't. You don't ever want it anymore. So yeah, true. If you're gonna purge something, it should be sugar. Sugar's horrible for you. Yeah, that's how I've done with with pork. Cause I I used to like I'm I'm not I don't eat pork anymore. And so like there used to be bacon present, and I probably couldn't turn it down in my first few weeks, and I'd still eat a piece, and then yeah. like, all right, I'm done. But now since I haven't had it in so long, I don't. Yeah. I could see bacon in front of me and be like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, which is good and another good part too well for me anyway when I cut out sugar for that long um, I was at a Friendsgiving and they had pie and I literally it was like an inch piece of pie like a little tiny bite that mm-hmm. I took of this pie it literally made me sick to my stomach and I actually got nauseous and I got a headache from it too wow yeah Everybody doesn't want it either. Nope. And that's the best thing because it's like sugar. That's just not good for you anyway. So, I mean, now my body doesn't do that because I eat every once in a while. You know, I eat sugar. I don't eat it all the time like I used to, but I do just want to cut it all out. I would still eat fruit, but um, that's another thing that I went through a rough period of my life where I lost all that weight. Um, I lost a total of 88 pounds. Oh, wow. But, Congratulations, um, by the way. Thank you. It was super hard, though, because it, the second time around, um, I call it my weight loss journey. So my second weight loss journey, I started out healthy, and then it became an addiction, honestly. And it was, I had, I am not proud of this, and I did not, this is another thing I haven't shared, but um, I became anorexic when mm-hmm. I when I did it. So, and I'm past that now. I've gotten over that eating disorder but it got bad to the point where I was at Comcast and I had, was in the break room with a few other co-workers and I wanted to try something it was like I was counting my calories at the same time right yeah, and yeah. so they brought in this was like around Christmas time they brought in all this yummy food and just cut the whole freaking table was covered in all this bad food mm-hmm. but um so we were like they were test trying things and they're like here try this marissa and they gave me something so i put it in my mouth and i ate it and i'm like oh it tastes good and then i literally spit it out in the garbage i didn't swallow it mm-hmm. and that's when i knew like it dawned on me that's like, i've got a, I've got a problem dude. yeah it wasn't healthy and i probably lost the weight a little too fast just because i was going to the extreme like I was where I started working out every day twice a day and that's also how I tore my meniscus in both my knees 
and then I couldn't work out anymore. And honestly, it was a bad thing at the time, but now I see it as a blessing because I would have just kept going and pushing myself unnecessarily, and it could have been so much worse. So I feel like that was kind of like God's intervention for me saying, that is not healthy, and this is the only way that you will see that this is bad for you. So yeah. this is what's going to happen, you know? It's kind of how I see it now, but yeah, it was just, it's been a rough, rough couple of years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're better now, so. It's I'm good, good. yeah. It's good. Past that. It's, it's not about how you start until you finish. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> All right, last question. What do butterflies feel in their stomach when they're in love? Do butterflies even feel in their stomach, Latre? I'm sure they do. You sure? Do they get hungry? I don't think they do. Huh? Um, maybe soggy cereal. <laughs> mm, maybe they do, and that would be a pretty cool feeling in your stomach. Just the mushy. That, yeah. You know. Yeah. Just that feeling. Every that you time get in your you stomach. get up, you feel your stomach shake with milk in it. I feel yeah. so in love. It feels like soggy cereal. <laughs> So do you think they remember when they're a caterpillar, though? I think it's kind of like the chicken question. They might <laughs> be a little bit more intelligent than the chicken. But that means she doesn't want to answer. <laughs> that, means, that means you need to pick better questions to ask me. Those questions don't make sense. Because you don't want to answer them. <laughs> Everybody answers them except you. Oh, yeah, I said yeah, soggy cereal. Well, uh, you one. gave us one. Okay, <laughs> sure. That was one. You gave us one. <laughs> All right, so uh, you got any questions for us? I don't. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm sure it's just a fat about it. It's not any random anything. Are you? Wait, I do actually. Oh no. <laughs> you guys going back to the same hotel room after this? Uh, like the same, the same room. Yes. No. 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 Okay, I just. I'm going downtown somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna follow them already in the car. Yeah. So yeah. Downtown somewhere. I'm gonna be giving you guys shit. I know. <laughs> I've, I've, I mean, because you've like, it's like, <laughs> we drove together, we're flying together, you know. We, we, we had a third earlier. Together. We had a third earlier. It might not have been that bad. Well, no, it may have been worse. So <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Alright, uh, well. You probably cut that last one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to social media or anything that you want to say. Okay, say that one more time because that was like a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I said shout out to social media or anything that you want to say. Oh, okay. So I'm actually working on a new website, so that is not available yet, but I will obviously keep. It's probably going to be under MarissaNicole.com when I, you know, start that back up, but um, <clears throat> I'm on Facebook um, at facebook.com slash MarissaNicole.music. Instagram handle is Marissa Nicole Music. Uh, Twitter handle is Marissa underscore Nicole. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I, I probably use Twitter the least out of everything. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, it's oh, social yeah. media is a, another. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, I feel like it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's another. It's, for another segment, apparently, because I can talk forever. We'll, we'll about be that. back. No worries. But yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think that's. I think that's it. Just like social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Oh, if you, Spotify, all that stuff too. Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, Marissa Nicole. So one R one S M A R I S A Nicole with a K, not a C N I K O L E. I was going to ask if you were going to spell it. Yeah, just in case. Just for the people, people. People always spell my name wrong. They either put one S, or C. they either put one S and two, uh, two R's, or C. vice versa, and they always spell Nicole with a C. Well, because no one expects to be yeah. it to be spelled with a K, but, you know, my parents are just cool like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and you guys can find me on IG at QDroppingDope. Uh, as well as Twitter at broke fi dope broke underscore fi underscore dope yeah yeah and as always you can follow me follow me at ambitious one k on Instagram uh, Twitter is ambitious one thousand threshold brace Instagram Twitter Facebook um, you can't sit with us radio all one word on Instagram 
and Facebook. And what's YCSWU Radio on Twitter. We need some more followers, so follow us. <laughs> yes, please. Please <laughs> follow us. We need some. You, you fucking cut that out because you cannot say that to people. Why not? They need to follow us. Follow, just say follow us. Don't be like, we need more followers. Just be like, follow us. We're the dopest. Well, go and look at our follower numbers so you can look <laughs> for yourself out. and say. Everybody, follow us. Okay. Hey, follow us or we'll come find you. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. And you don't want us to follow you. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> All right, yeah, so yeah, this is our last episode in Denver, man. We appreciate everybody. We uh, hope, yeah, our Facebook Live, man. I don't even know what else. Anything else we need to say? But we, this, this is our last interview in Denver, so um, <clears throat> I think that's it. Man, uh, go to Johnson's Corner and try a few <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god, I it's Johnson's Corner, yeah. so it's real, real quick. <laughs> When I was married to my ex-husband, uh-huh. he was like, he used to travel a lot, so he went to Johnson's Corner and I guess got the cinnamon roll and he, he comes back home and he's like, babe, you I, you gotta come to me to Johnson's Corner and try these cinnamon rolls. They're amazing. Yeah. Literally, that is the only reason yeah. I know about those cinnamon rolls is because of my ex-husband. They are indeed <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And, so and they're huge too. if he didn't give you any other good advice, he did give you Right, advice. right? That's right. like yeah. the, the one positive thing I took yeah. out of our whole yeah, marriage. Yeah, he gave you good advice on cinnamon Dope rolls. cinnamon rolls at Johnson's Corner. Woo! Yeah, facts. <laughs> I ain't gonna finish mine. I, I gotta still finish mine. Oh, don't yeah. you worry, buddy. Mine will be consumed later. <laughs> I gotta finish mine. But yeah, man, until next time, Marissa Nicole, Ellen Bishop, Q, we are out. We out.